Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we're good. Tempus. I'm gonna try and get Vince on the line. I think I've got him. Vince, you got me on? You're on, yeah. Alright, let me do my intro. Don't rob me of that. <laughs> What's up, Liberation 101? Vegas Vince and Philly are off in the house. It's gonna be fun. I'm on my second glass of Jack and Coke. Sorry, still, but I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I've been. I've been a good boy all week. It's been a stressful week. We're gonna have some fun tonight. I don't know how many peeps we got on. And by the way, uh, Rachel will be calling in on the 412 area code. Rachel. Okay. Rachel. Sorry, Robin. I have screwed that poor girl's name up every time I do this show. It's Rock and Robin. I've got a few of them. <laughs> all right. So anyway, guys, um, we're gonna go ahead and uh, bump the music here in a second, and then. Uh, I got one little revelation I came up with last night with Jason B that I think is going to help a few of you on the cash converting process. I think it's brilliant. I know one of our guys, my man over there who's involved in the church and who's a professor, um, I hope you pay attention to this. This might be something we can work out with you as well. So go ahead and let it bump there for a minute still, and then you can pull it and uh, start the show. I'll let you do it. Okay. And speak up, girl. And our lines are full, so. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. What's up there, Sil? Oh, not much. You've never done one of these shows on this end, have no, you? No, this is really odd for me, so if I drop anybody or disconnect you, just call back. I'm sorry. <laughs> I truly kind of like this. This is probably the only thing you're, uh, that I, in terms of technology, that I actually got down and you might not. This has got to be a first. for some of you that are um, on the line and you haven't given me your number, I'm not picking you up. Sorry. you got to PM me. i still got Warrior Forum open, so if you haven't done so, let me know your number. And that's for a couple reasons. That's really more to do with me because, again, um, yes, I do occasionally get some wackos. I do occasionally get people that want to borrow money from me on the show. I have had a couple of... Uh, ex-girlfriends who claim that they once knew me shake me down for money and we're just trying to avoid all that tonight peeps we want to keep this for the liberation 101 members only so if you're a member of liberation 101 go ahead and pm sill for the rest of my listeners on the regular show i will be back within a week or so but uh anyway this is going to be fun um do you want to go ahead and start off with any thoughts or you want me to um you, how do you can go ahead i'm just trying to work out all right, you, you play with the switchboard for a second, and I'll, uh, I want to bring something up because we're going to have fun tonight, guys, and we're going to get right into these calls. We've got an hour and a half. Um, I had a chance to talk to Jason V. last night, and I told you guys I had that revelation the night before as it applied to sourcing products. Um, and I really believe that if you guys get over there to specialty services, you're going to see what I mean because I don't want you guys getting stuck on one thing and then, like you say, you know, you get frustrated and then, you know, you blow it off and don't do anything. Because what I'm trying to explain to you is you don't have to – that shouldn't be your model anyway. If you go over there, there are so many different services that you can sell. You run them. It doesn't cost you anything. If they sell, wonderful, put them back up. Um, keep them running. If they don't, just move to the next one. Because I'm going to tell you something. Again, it, once you find something that clicks, um, you, can, you can continue to sell it. 
but a lot of you, again, you get trapped into one certain thing, and that's just not the way to do this. Put up your, you know, when you first get in there, put up the stuff you're interested in, put up your services, whatever it is, but um, don't feel like you ever got to be locked in anything. I keep repeating this over and over. I don't have any skills, and I sell a lot of stuff on trade in, in spite of that because I just go and I, I, I have a great way of figuring out what a good offer is, and I have the margins. But anyway, I was talking to Jason B, and I think this guy is maybe in a lot of ways as powerful as what I came up with in terms of sourcing products, and this is going to excite some of you because this actually has to do with the cash conversion process. Um, as we know, again, uh, Vince don't believe in recessions because I think it's a mindset, and I just don't fill my head with stuff like that. But the rest of the world, for the most part, does buy into it, and so we have to deal with that particular reality. Um, one of the first things that happens when the economy kind of goes sour or is perceived to have gone sour, one of the first industries that really takes a real whack is the charitable industries. And when I mean that, I'm, not, I'm talking everything from like churches to, you know, the Salvation Army to the Rotary Clubs to the fraternal organizations, uh, the Shriners. And, you know, one of the big problems is that the fundraising uh, dollars often dry up because when people are having a hard time feeding their own kids, it's real hard to go out there and do charitable stuff. And this this is something that um, Jason V. I got to give him credit for this one because this is not my idea. But after I talked to him, and actually, I ended up talking to him for about two hours last night about this when we were tweaking this. But I'm going to just run the basic thing down here, and then we're going to get to the calls, and we'll cover a little more of this um, when I put the PDF up. And I'm probably going to have a show going up tomorrow because we got to cover some, you know, tie up some loose ends. There, here, here's the way I look at this. If you are dealing, like in his case, up in Pennsylvania, and he has access to a large church up there, his sister's heavily involved in, uh, a pretty large congregation. But again, you can apply this to something else, like the Shriners Club or whatever else. And he was using the, that example of the, the two round-trip tickets to Waikiki. Or not the round-trip tickets, but the seven days. And by the time I got done with it, I said, brother, I'll pay for the two tickets to Hawaii because I'm going to tell you how you pull this deal off. And, and again, it was his idea, but it was so crystal clear. And you guys out there right now could do this. And I know some of you this is going to seem risky, but it really isn't. Basically, if you are a legal charitable organization, you are allowed to do fundraising. Uh, down here in Florida, they do a lot of uh, auctions, like the Elks Club down here when they're raising money. Uh, for a project, uh, they'll put gift baskets and different services together. And to be honest with you, they sell for a lot more than they're worth, but that's just people you know, within the organization trying to raise money. Now, up in Pennsylvania, um, from what I understand, they do a lot of raffles as far as a fundraiser. Um, and the wonderful thing about that is it's done in-house. And let's be honest, you'll have a lot of people say it's a $5 raffle ticket, um, a lot of people buy five or six, and they're not necessarily buying it because they care about what they win as much as they're just trying to help out the you know, organization, be it a church or whatever. And that's, that's, that's great. But my, my point is now you can, almost, you can almost take advantage of this bad economy and help out. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to light a cigarette on the stove here. I'm 20 feet away from the phone. Here we go. I can't keep a lighter. Anyway. Here's, here's the way Jason and V and I put this together. You basically walk up to them 
with a high-ticket item like, and in this case, Pennsylvania, as we know people, is very cold. Robin can tell you that when it get, you know, in the winter. And what I was, what we came up with is, as far as terms of fundraising right now, they're having a hard time coming up with even, you know, sponsors to to do stuff. Um, in this particular scenario, what I told him is, I said, you go up there, talk to your sister, this particular church. But again, this would work for anything. Could work for the Boy Scouts. It could work for anything, guys. You walk up to them and you give them this offer. And I'm telling you guys, if you don't see value in this, there's a problem, because I think this is the coolest thing as far as cash converting I have heard of lately, and I will be doing this this week myself. Uh, Phil, I'll talk to you about this uh, sometime this week when we talk in more detail. Um, basically, what he does is he goes up there and you, uh, you pr- pick up one of these trips. Now, I told him Hawaii is out of the continental United States, I said, but we can hook up a beautiful package here in Florida, because what does everybody who's sitting up in Pennsylvania in the winter want? They want some sunshine. They don't want that, you know, free lube job from Hank's Lube Oil. That's a nice gift, but, you know, let's be honest. You walk up there. Prior to that, however, you check around. You use your high margins to create these trade dollars. Some of you could do this right now with what you have in your account now. Um, You put together a Florida package in this case. Um, Orlando, I am going to put the Disney tickets together for them because I got the hook up on that. And you basically go up and you say, hello, Mr. Whoever, the charity. I am going to provide you guys a complete turnkey round-trip tickets included, uh, Orlando, Florida, blah, 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 Disney, Magic, the whole thing. And keep in mind that, you know, this is something that has a very high perceived value, and it includes tickets. Now it even has a more perceived value. And here's how you negotiate the deal. Now, if you just want to do this as a donation to the church or whatever, this is a wonderful way to do it. Because you're, whatever, whatever the perceived value is, obviously you paid significantly less for it. That's fine. But I, I don't see any reason why you can't do as follows. You walk up there, and you've got to make sure there's, you know, there is significant in-house sales going on. I mean, you don't, wouldn't do this for a charity with 40 people in it necessarily. But you could do this and set up the raffle, and basically you just say, hey, look, we split it. You handle it. You do it. We split it. And I'm going to tell you why they're going to say yes, because it's money they're going to have in their pocket that they wouldn't have had otherwise. And here's the wonderful thing about it. Instead of trying to take a $1,200 trip and make, you know, cash convert it for five or 600 in many ways you could end up doing significantly more than that. Now, I can tell you that my niece and nephew, who are twins, just are, were involved in one of those fundraising projects at their school. And, you know, that's where they have the kids sell that schlocky stuff. I never understood it. But what do we all do? We all buy and they generate thousands of dollars because they got all the kids doing it. Well, in this case, if you've got a real uh, connected, aggressive charity like the Shriners, you walk up to them with this offer, people, you will more than pay for the cost of it. This, and, and, and they're begging for this, charities of any kind. And let me tell you something. You're not, again, you're not offering some loser of a product here. You're not saying... Oh, I'm gonna, you know, the winner of the raffle gets one night at the El Segundo Inn, and gets to, you know, board with all the roaches that he can possibly handle. This would be a nice trip in a sunny climate. Now, figure out, and I'm not just talking again churches. I'm talking Rotary clubs. I'm talking any civic organization that 
you know, needs money. They're not getting the dollars now, people. They're just not. I think this is a great way to do it. Obviously, there's got to be a little mutual trust. And, yes, you know, if you end up selling two raffle tickets, you bite the bullet. But that's where you've got to do a little due diligence. So hopefully I'm not going to get 100 questions on, oh, what if the church rips me off? I mean, come on, guys. This is where you've got to kind of man up and, and use some common sense. But in the case of what Jason B. has going on, this is a no-friggin'-brainer. You, you, you don't have to sit there like my man Mott and worry about cold calling. These, you don't even have to sell this. You're offering it to them. Just go out and sell it. We split the, you know, we split the proceeds. Or if you want to be nicer, just say, well, we'll give you 60%. I'll take 40. They're not going to do it. If you're the one putting it all up. They're going to look at it like, geez, we have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose doing this. They're going to make money. You know, most of these charities don't have the money to go out and buy the ticket to, to then go and raffle. But you're offering it to them, and we know you didn't pay the 2000 or 3000 or cash because you leveraged it. Anyway, that's all i got to say about that. Sil, however you want to handle it, sweetie. Okay, I, I, well, that's a, I'm telling you, Sil, that's a, that idea right there, I can do it with Ron and Betty Tardinico. I already talked to them today. Oh, yeah. They're involved with the Elks Club down here, and she said, Matt... Um, there you go, guys. You got the actual name on my birth certificate. <laughs> Again. Uh, sorry, Bruce Wedding. It's no big secret. Anyway, she said, Vince, whatever. Um, we sell a lot of these gift baskets. She said, we you know, do the auction. She said, everybody's kind of sick of it. Everybody kind of buys because they feel like they have to. Um, this would be perfect. And by the way, these, this particular Elks Club down here, they all got bling bling. And they all and they're all good people. And this is a deal where they this is something actually some of these people would actually want. In their case, I'd have to send them someplace other than Florida since they live here, but maybe Costa Rica or whatever. So there it is. Okay, I guess we start with callers. Um, first up, we've got Tim. Just let me. What's his name? Tim. Okay, and could you try to let me know the 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 uh, avatar name too because some of these people I know by avatar names some, some of them, of them I know. have got written down their avatar names some of them I don't Tim okay. can you hear us Tim 333 says, yeah I, I didn't know I had a question I was just listening to you guys and being amazed but I'll come up with one <laughs> what's up brother <laughs> hey man oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a old time trader but I've picked up some really good tips and tricks and you are hilarious Vince I and uh, you're the you best thing. Or you would cry sometimes. Well, though. you know, no, you're the best thing since the Sopranos went off for me. That's no, my you're, favorite you're, show. <laughs> yeah, so I'm loving it. Yeah, and got some great, great, great tips. So, you know, and I've been doing this for 25 years, so that's saying a lot and tripped a lot. So, yeah, I'm I'm digging it, loving it, and uh, didn't have any questions, but I might. Well, hey man, if you came up with anything in 25 glorious years that we might not have covered, and that's very possible, post something on the board because man, you guys, I. <laughs> I was curious because I know, like, we have Dr. Quest, we have a few people, but by and large, most people came into this thinking, again, Barter was like trading chickens for goats. So um, <laughs> if you got anything I missed, please post it up there. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yes, sir. Next up, we've got our Dr. Quest is on the line. Well, you go ahead and handle Dr. Quest, and then I'll get with him in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got you. Can you hear us, Dr. Quest? Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. How are you doing? I'm doing How good. Doing? How are you? <laughs> great, great. Go ahead, Sil. Ask Doctor something. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I don't have any questions. Um, I just <laughs> saw him waiting 
in the weight lineup, and I'm going from top to bottom. So. Uh, it's just like my predecessor. I'm I'm just enjoying the conversation. I don't Doc, know. how was the Yannick Silver uh, seminar, bro? Oh, it was good. It was a group of about, I guess, 80 to 100 people, and uh, we had a, a morning workshop, and then we he uh, treated us all to go-kart racing in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, man, that's a class dude. That's cool. Go-kart? Does it, was this on, where, what, what, what uh, venue was this at, bro? Uh, this was in um, Virginia, Herndon, Virginia. He lives in Bethesda, Maryland, apparently. Right. It's not too far from there. So uh, yeah, and Mike Mike Philsen was there, and some other some other guys. So it was it was kind of small enough where you could really get to know the guys and ask them questions one on one. It was nice. Oh man, that that sounds that sounds really cool. Phil Sane was actually at that. Uh, I didn't. I did. I had, I knew about the event, but I wasn't aware he was there. That guy does some sick numbers too out there, and I am. He's crazy. I mean, he really has some. He does. He's big time heavyweight out there. Yeah, Tom Beal was with him also. Cool. Cool. Well, man, I appreciated our interview and stuff, and you were good. And, and actually, we, I gotta, what I'm probably going to do with you, Doc, if it's cool, is I figured probably going to be too late tonight unless you're going to be up at midnight. But I figure what I could do is tomorrow, I, I don't know, about 10 o'clock, do you want to do a part two with me? Are you going to be available? Sure, if that's what you'd like to do, no yeah, problem. I think that's what we will do. And, um, and I'll get with you, of course, before that. And, um, I, I, again, I appreciate you being on there. And as I try to explain to everybody, and, and keep in mind, a lot of these people just get passionate, and that's why I try to tell them, like, on certain issues where they're trying to, you know, make it like we're in disagreement on something. That, in essence, that wasn't even the case on that, because, as I said last night, your spin is correct as far as the advertising goes. And, of course, we were all comparing apples to oranges, so glad to see everybody kind of let that go today. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's just perspective. My perspective, I actually have both perspectives, but... From working within a trade exchange, I, I kind of know what you're up against and what you're saying, but I also know what they're up against sure. and what what their concerns are. So uh, maybe maybe those those are some things. Even if it doesn't mean that they're right or wrong, it's just that's just the way it is. And that's why I like having the other opinion. And that's one of the reasons I had you on to begin with, because like I said, I tend to get emotional and. You know, I have my perspective, and you are a little more logical and calm, and, and I want people to get that. I don't ever want to censor anybody's opinion, because in, in this particular case, I agree with you. Um, I'm not going to go hijack existing customers of somebody that I did, who's a publisher and a member, and I'm dealing with them direct, um, and nor did I want anybody to think I would ever endorse that. But my spin on the other thing is, you know, well-known. I, I also have a problem a lot of times with these publishers that have no problem taking the money and enjoying the benefits of it, but want to come back six months later and tell me what I can do and what I can't do. And I didn't tell them how to spend the money. You know what I'm saying? And it was so that's great. a different scenario, though. Yeah, exactly. And that was great you elaborated on that because that opened my mind up. You know, you, you can get real tunnel vision if you're not careful and, and you don't see, you really got to open your eyes and your mind to some of the possibilities. Exactly. No, I appreciate it. No, we'll do that tomorrow. I think that'll be fine. I know I kept you up a little late last time. Unfortunately, like I said, we're back open tomorrow, so I got to make sure these cackling waitresses are out of here and the dishwashers and everything, so we don't, you know, we I can do it without the distraction. But uh, I've already got a whole series of questions I'd like to go through with you on some uh, topics. So, and we'll just throw that up there. Um, like I said, eventually I got to end this thing. <laughs> I keep telling Syl that, but. You know, until I feel like it's all right there, um, I'll just, you know, I'll add this stuff. But we will be getting to the consulting and stuff. I think that's going to be kind of funny, consulting with you. I'll probably be asking you questions. 
Oh, I don't know. I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot from the people, you know, that, that came on board that have never done this before. I mean, they've got some, you know, really good energy. So it's. it's I think great. that Jason V idea with the charity is very, very good. Oh yeah. I, I really do. That's something I just I I never even thought about it like that because these people that are having trouble with the cash converting, this is something. I mean, to me, it really isn't sales as much when you're giving the type of prices you could give. But in this case, this is almost something that these people would thank you for. I mean, this is a way you could actually generate some money. Um, again, it would have to be a certain organization that had a decent amount of membership. But I'm telling you, I know what these $5 raffle tickets go for in these organizations. If it's something worthwhile, they sell and sell and sell. And uh, it would not be hard at the price you're buying some nice trip at to obviously uh, make some money on it. Uh, it's not like you're paying 1500 or 2000 for the trip, you know, because you're buying it off trade uh, with trade dollars that did not require that much cash to create to begin with. I think that's where the real power is as well. So I, I was so interested in that idea that while you were describing it, I went into Google and Googled, you know, the, some of those key words. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's, I'm on a site now. It's called stepbystepfundraising.com. Great. And Basically, it's basically there. There are some cautions there. I guess different states have different raffles. Right, and and that's what I wanted to make everybody aware of. I that's why I didn't want to sit there. I know I know uh, raffles are not legal. If it, I think again, I, I would th- almost think you'd have to be some sort of charitable organization. I don't know how that works, but that's something I'll research, and maybe Phil can help me research, and we'll try to get a state by state, you know, uh, blueprint for each state what's allowed, but. Uh, and if it can't be a raffle, it can certainly be an auction or something. That's another way to do it. I know, like I said, down here they do a lot of auctions in these charities. So, Yeah. But, uh, hey, I appreciate it, man. I will call you tomorrow, and uh, thanks again. And um, we'll talk about the, some of the other projects and stuff. So, Well, thank you both. Uh, hey, really- I appreciate it. Okay, I think I've got this figured out now. I think the ones with the hands up are the ones that are actually calling with questions. Oh, well, that's what we can if if, if uh, well, you do whatever you want there, Sil. If you want to, I know there's going to be at least a couple of dudes that want to come out and talk to the sexy Sylvia Roth, not me. Oh, I'm so. sure, but next up we've got Robin. So No. Here we go, Robin, you're coming. <laughs> no. Yes, we've got Robin. Hi there. Wait, it's not Hello. past 11. The kids are still up. <laughs> My kids are up at 4 a.m. <laughs> I know that's right. I heard them the other night. Hey, Robin, I know you were concerned. I know you were concerned. I wanted to fill you in because I, I feel really bad about this. Um, but I try to always weave opportunity into everything. And a lot of you were asking me about the old man, whose name, by the way, is Eugene Strachan, the one that was, uh, you know, who can walk 30 miles and not move anywhere. <laughs> um, I am actually at this time, this is God's truth, he came in today, and I was sitting at the bar, and he came in the door, it took him four hours to walk over to my computer, but when he finally got over here, um, I am actually looking to cut a deal with Nike, a Nike shoe, <laughs> I'm telling you, and you know like how Richard Simmons did that sweat into the oldies, uh-huh. I want to I want to take this like on the road, and it's going to be like uh, oldies sweat into the newbies. Because I think this guy's inspiring. I think we can. I think there's book potential, movies, uh, senior speaking circuit, and here's the other thing about it: the one representative from Nike said that they would actually have somebody from Dupont come down and find out how many miles he actually walks without moving forward. <laughs> I'm dead serious. 
I am I am stone cold serious. I think that this this is such a compelling inspirational story. And you can you imagine this guy in the rest homes and everybody's there, you know, like, oh, you know, we got to play shuffleboard and we don't like the food. And this guy comes in and gets them up and motivated. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted everybody to know that. What's up, baby? Talk to Syl, too, man. I well, I want to I make the sequin shirts, if you don't mind, and then I'm going to eye-text those off, and I'm going to make a killing, and I'm going to start my own clothesline. What do you think uh, about on, that? On the what, the Nike shoes for the old man? <laughs> yeah, we'll get them like, you know, that Richard Simmons kind of... Kind well, I was thinking like old, I was thinking you know the old guy, and instead of like you know these people, you know he what was that? That was sweating to the old. I'm talking about uh, the old dude with the rocker and like ten backups behind him to like some you know funky baseline or something, something yeah. new and hip and trendy. Uh huh. Or you can do a Mastercard commercial, priceless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but the shoe, I mean, you know, Kobe Bryant sells a lot of shoes for the Lakers. I believe this works. I believe this opens up an entire new market. I, I see seniors walking out there with Nikes. <laughs> I'm dead serious about this. And by the way, I didn't know this. Um, we actually found him in the bathroom on Monday. He never got out. He was slightly dehydrated, but he nobody, I thought he had left. I swear to God. So he was there for like two days. <laughs> oh my God. The dishwasher found him today, and other than, like I said, being a little dehydrated, um, he was fine. So, well, that's that's wonderful. Anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I always enjoy talking to you. Hi, know, Sylvia. Right. I'm glad Hi. somebody likes to talk to me. You know. <laughs> Sylvia, I, I got to make an appointment with her secretary to get her on the line anymore. Oh, that true it is true <laughs> it has been a busy crazy insane week and you know it <laughs> uh what do you got you only got 27 kids what do you got to do <laughs> what do you have to do uh i try to run business girl i'm trying to take care of business i anyway. like the house sylvia the nice wooden shoes awesome <laughs> <laughs> thanks john for that by the way I want to turn that into a little keychain that we can market <laughs> sylvia's house a little shoey a little shoe on a keychain no, I don't think so. You know, That's hire okay. some kids and call it a summer camp, and actually their arts and craft project would be making the shoe for import-export? No. no. <laughs> Child okay. labor is not okay, Vincy. Okay. Well, no, I always thought that was a good, you know, scam to run. You know, you have the summer camp, and, you know, all the kids, when you're trying to sell the parents the summer camp, they all want to know what the arts and craft program is. I always thought, have them making leather wallets, you know, that I could ship off to England or something. <laughs> That's just me, though. That's awful. Ah, I'm sorry, baby. <laughs> well, baby, well, what's going on, Robin? You can go ahead and say something nice about both of us, because if you don't, oh, I'll just tell you. you guys are too funny. <laughs> I could listen all night to the two of you. <laughs> well, wait till you hear the conversation after we go off the air tonight. <laughs> go ahead. I actually, you know what, I do, I, I do have a question, and that is, um, how do you know? I, and I guess really it's experience, but how do you know when you're, you're comfortable? And you know, like in that scenario you gave, as far as if you had nothing, and I offered to sell you the diamond, how do you know the ratio? Like, how do you know that you're, you know, that you're going to get this twenty thousand? Oh, I you know, think so in, like in my case on that example where I said that. After I left your house, even though you didn't love me enough to hand me the diamond, you I knew I had a price from you. Um, uh -huh. It comes with a little bit of experience, to be honest with mm -hmm. you. But 
when I mean experience, I'm talking about once you kind of follow the ITEX market and you see what that stuff goes for. And again, this is where I, you know, the consulting comes in because anybody that's in a situation like that where you've got a big, and I know you've got a couple other really awesome things. We'll just keep those uh-huh. for ourselves. But in that case, I kind of just, it's kind of like you're in the real estate business, kind of like a cop. Like, for instance, the ring you were describing was, mm-hmm. I mean, the diamond that I know that you had access to was actually a better quality one than even the one Sylvie and I got, and that went for 15000 on trade, which is why I had no you know, problem. Just, just 20000 just based on my experience um, mm-hmm. on what they pay for lousy stuff, mm-hmm. I can pretty much ascertain they're going to pay that, that. That would be... A very fair price on trade for that. That particular mm-hmm. stone, guys, she's talking about is a one carat IF, this and this. Uh, we don't need to go into all that, but let's just say that it would retail if you just did insurance replacement on that, I would say 18 to 20 grand. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as we know, the jewelry business, that you know, you're not going to be able to sell it for that, but that's okay right. in this case. We don't have mm-hmm. to sell it for that to make money on that deal. So you knew you would at least get 20 for it. So rather than to play the numbers game, whereas maybe possibly you get 30000 for it, you know you could at least well, get you the could do that. You pay with the safe number? Well, no, and that's what I tell people. I said, and boy, I wish I had a lighter in here because I keep walking over here light it off this stove, and then I lose reception here for so one second. Um, when it doubt lift high, I guess, because it's easier to lower the price and come back. And, you know, once if you list it too low and it sells, and you, you can't really – come back at that point and, re- you know, I I just, um, I think in that particular scenario, I don't know, my experience would say 30 would have been too high on that. However, I mean, I see a platinum ring on there that the guy has for 25 grand, and it's real heavy platinum, and it's got some nice diamonds, but the center stone is just a, a lab-created uh, emerald, and he even says that. But, the, again, the problem with that is it's been sitting on ITEX now for, eight or nine months um, mm-hmm. because of that. People just don't, the, the value, it just doesn't, uh, mm-hmm. it just doesn't come across. The type of quality stuff you're talking about, um, yeah, I would, you know, you could go 22, 23 on something like that and see, but the point is that, I, again, it's, you know, we're talking hairs here. I just, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I would put it up necessarily at 20,000 even. It might have been 21. Oh three seven whatever. I'm just using mm-hmm. that as kind of round figure. Okay. It does come with experience a little bit, but you get a mm-hmm. feel for it after a while. The cool thing is once you start, um, once you start listing and you see what's up there and what's going and so forth and so on, um, you'll get a pretty good feel for what sells. Mm-hmm. And I know that people aren't necessarily going to believe that, but you do. It doesn't take very long. I mean, you pretty much know what what paintings are going to go for you pretty much know what certain services are which is again why i tell people to try to come up with some of this unique stuff mm-hmm. because um it's stuff that hasn't been up there so it really doesn't have any comparable value right you know what i'm saying if you come up with right. a one-of-a-kind thing i have had the best success with products and services that have never been up on itex before because there really is no way to gauge them and and those are the real cool ones because you honestly even i sometimes don't know what i can get for them so it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
And so then let me ask you this. If you if you have a service you're going to offer and it's kind of original to ITEX and you see that they're, you know, you're moving them like hotcakes, mm-hmm. do you inflate the price at that point or do you just kind of keep it I don't it consider it inflating. I don't consider I, – I, I think there's still confusion out there as far as what inflating is. Inflating the way ITEX looks at it, this is ITEX's view of inflating, is where you put on your website – that you do an oil loop for $20, and you don't even try to hide the website, and it's there, and then you charge the ITEX members 40 That is blatant inflating. Now, I don't look at it as inflating when you're doing it, what you're talking about. That's called markup. There's the difference. Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, I like buying from the businesses that are pretty much locked into a price. Mm-hmm. When it comes to buy, you want to buy from those type of people if you can on something. Mm-hmm. Because they are literally selling on trade what they sell for cash. But when it comes time to selling, no, absolutely. You want to get – we've got some guys out there doing some sick markups, and that's great. That's, that I don't call inflating. That's called a markup. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's, that's my spin on it. I don't want people feeling – and the fact of the matter is you have to mark up in the cash world. I mean, nobody sells you know, that $10,000 diamond they're selling in the store – I mean, we know the guy didn't pay 10. I mean, if that was the case, we'd all be, uh, you know, sitting here eating wheat. Mm-hmm. You know, getting, I, 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 everything comes with a markup. It's, it's just, you know, certain things more than others. And, again, these mm-hmm. niche services, I know which one you're talking about, and I know what you can get that for. That's a $5,000 service minimum, and we'll work on that, try to even get some more value in it. But that, that's a no-brainer up there. I think that goes well, yes. and I told you why, because half the yeah. people will never use it. Okay. And talk to me sometime tonight, too, because I want to talk to you about the bike. Okay. All right. Uh, Absolutely. Well, it doesn't look like anyone else on the switchboard has questions. Well, that's all right. You all are going to talk anyway, whether you like it or not. Okay, well, we'll flip through them all. (laughs) They're going to talk anyway. Make them talk. (laughs) They can just say hi to you or something. I got a lot of air time to kill. I can't be funny for the next hour. I'm sure you could. Well, okay, me, and you well could whack, me and you could talk about the time you got sunburnt at Bach Towers, but I don't know if they'll nah, be. Nah. No. That's okay. Sylvia um, shows up with white as a ghost. It's 95 friggin' degrees, and she wants to argue with me that she's not going to get sunburned. That wasn't that bad. You were three shades crispier than a marshmallow. Everyone can see the pictures. I was not that bad. Third degree is what I heard. It was not third degree. I put, I, I, but you know that that's that's what a kind of nice guy I am. I grabbed some butter, man, and I was going to oh, town. Oh, you did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would have for you though, so. Oh wait, we have another one that's got their hands up with a question. All right, Robin, much love to you. I will. I love a chick that can call me at four in the morning and keep up with me. <laughs> and we got We are definitely going to hook up at the casino one day. And by the way, Robin is hardcore. She's got her old man working all day, and when he gets home, he gets an hour break, and then she sends him off to the coal mines for four hours up there. <laughs> that poor guy has lost his dreams long ago because you got him in a bottle. That's markup. <laughs> there you that's go. Leverage. That, that's leverage, ladies. You know what I'm saying? He got the marriage. You marked it up to include that. She called me at 4 in the morning the other night. Old man's walking in from the coal mine, and she said, well, you got to get back out for the 5 a.m. shift. I got 60 minutes of sleep. Because she's high. You're high maintenance, aren't you, girl? You can admit it to me. Come on. Come on. You, 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 you got it. expensive taste. It's, I, you it's could break whole... me. 
<laughs> it's the whole work smarter and not harder theme. Do you you could break me. My grandpa used to warn me about girls like you. He'd say, he'd say, Vinny, that girl right there, she could break you. <laughs> Sometimes that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be in a coal mine. I just don't want to moonlight as a coal miner. <laughs> and then do my check. He's so full of shit, Sylvia. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Just like All right, Robin, I, I, call me tonight after the show's over, and we'll wax Are you sure you're not going to be in the mine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to be trying to hook up the shoe deal for the old man. Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him to sign a living trust. That might not attorney. be too long. <laughs> I just need that power of attorney, and I'm going to town. Oh, be nice. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Okay, so we're going to cut you loose, Robin, and we're okay. going to bring on Charles. Charles. Um, so let's see. I don't know what Charles' avatar is. I gotta, I'm trying to place him. Charles, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? And we can hear you. Okay, very good. Hi, Sylvia. Hello, Vince. What's up there, bro? Hey, um, I, uh, I, I'm... I'm Trying to get my uh, trying to get myself started here, and I, I was at an art show down in in Ann Arbor on Wednesday, and uh, I'm sorry on Sunday, okay. and uh, I saw a uh, saw a hand painted you know, original piece of art, and uh, you know I thought it was pretty unique. Now I didn't it, it wasn't um, you know it wasn't like a classic kind of thing, but I thought it was just a pretty decent piece. And, what and was I, it I up, Charles? I mean, what was the piece of, what was the, I mean, what was, what was the subject, I guess I'm trying to ask? It was a, it was jazz, it was a jazz club okay. scene, a little bit abstract, um, you know, all the paint was, you know, kind of right there on the surface, it was a canvas kind of thing, and then the artist was right there, so I was thinking I might just have my picture taken with the artist so people knew that it was a, you know, kind of an original kind of thing. But I, I didn't end up getting it. But I'm trying to figure out if that would have been the kind of thing that I could do. That would be the market. kind of thing I'd buy for myself because I, what you're describing, I like the. Believe it or not, I actually like the the the, the abstract jazz stuff. Because when I, I spent some time in New Orleans with the, the ex-girlfriend from a couple of years ago, Carly, and that was to me, I, I love the whole jazz subculture anyway because we did you know hit all the blues clubs down there. And there was, you know, the nice thing about New Orleans is you had a lot of uh, kind of what you're describing where they're painting out there. Um, and I purchased a lot for myself. I do not know, I don't know why, I don't know if it's lack of taste or what. I, I don't really know because I can't honestly say that I've tried to, uh, to market just what you call um, standard art like that or whatever. Right. I always just, it almost is like in the wrestling business, they call it a cheap pop, which means you just kind of go for the shortcut. It just always seemed to me, for whatever reason, that, you know, the Jimi Hendrix and the Monroes and the JFKs and, and the Ali's, like I sold some, I sold some beautiful Muhammad Ali stuff. Um, it, for some reason, it's almost like you've got a double whammy going for you because you've got the art, which is beautiful, and then it's tied to somebody that, uh, that gives somebody a memory or something. And it's amazing that some of these people are still so beloved now, and for whatever reason, I, I just think it goes... In other words, I almost sometimes wonder if they're buying art or they are buying it as memorabilia. I never could quite okay. figure that out. But So right. I really honestly don't know on that one. 
I, what I would say is anybody that has something like that, I would always encourage you to lift it because what do you got to lose? It doesn't cost you anything to lift it. Um, and, again, I'm just going by experience as far as what I've I sold a ton of art, and I'd say 95% of it was uh, tied to a, to a celebrity or a sports figure. Okay, no, that's – I mean, I know you said that before, but I was trying to just make sure I understood it. I didn't buy it because I would have had to get it right there. Right, and, how much uh, was he asking for it? He was asking 400 for it. Yeah, that would have been a tough one because you would have had to get that thing up there for at least 2500 And I, I have found that the, the paintings seem to sell real well. Um, the threshold seems to be around 997 I did a few Monroes for 1077 but it, it was wonderful because I was paying 140 That was my cost. I had an artist over in Spain that I actually right, thought yeah. was a starving artist. And he ended up being one of the largest architects. He designed golf courses and had more money than he could ever spend. And he just painted because he loved to. He didn't need the money. So, again, um, I was able to get great markups on that stuff. And his stuff was just beautiful. And once, he, and once yeah. I found a niche that was great, like in the Monroe, he came back and paid seven other, other different poses of her, uh, different area, you know, or like on the Ali stuff. He'd do the young, you know, that famous pose where he's standing over Sonny Liston, uh, yeah. In that first round, and that 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 that's I put that up for I think eleven hundred dollars sold it instantly. That was a beautiful um, painting. And the funny thing is, the guy who bought it actually owns a memorabilia store. And what he did is he took a cut autograph signature of Ali that he had gotten, and then actually put the whole thing behind glass and put that up there. And he told me he ended up selling that piece for three thousand dollars. That's half. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I often wonder that's not a bad idea either. Like some, if you know, if anybody did sit on any loose autographs, the way to really maximize it, assuming the autographs are legit and you can prove that, is to actually put them with paintings. And now you've changed the whole thing. So, but yeah, I honestly don't know on that, bro. I would take a shot on on anything you have. But again, at that four hundred dollars, that would have been something I probably would have bought and kept for myself because. Yeah. You, it wouldn't have hurt though. You could have always. It never hurts. You know, slap it up there for three thousand, and you never know because you just don't. With art, all it takes is one person to say, "I love that," and they'll buy it. And the three thousand trade isn't anything. It's yeah. not so much the yeah. trade dollars. It's the, it's the market. You know, when you're dealing with eBay, you got the world. Here we're dealing with you know more like thirty thousand people. So, which yeah. is good yeah. and bad at the same time because it means a lot of them are going to see your offer, but. Art is one of those cool things because you never know, it's, and it's subjective. I mean, who's to say? I look at that painting on trade. If I loved it, I'd, I'd have spent three thousand for it. Right, right. What do you What do you think about um, What do you think about about uh, photographs of uh, celebrities? Um, like that. It, when I lived in Vegas, there was a shop that did a lot of business just selling the eight by tens. And she, you'd walk in there, and they'd have books, these three ring binders, and just full and full of. Everything from the vintage 8x10 glass, you know, of everybody from modern on down. And I think they sold them for about seven, eight bucks a piece. And basically, okay. I'm guessing they had, you know, what, 50 cents in them or something. Um, mm -hmm. I think if you put a whole collection together, a big list right. of what's available, uh, you know, you could slap them up there. Again, that's not a lot of trade dollars, but I guarantee you could probably get a 10 to 1 margin there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Um and yeah, I guess probably the other thing is uh, now my you know my background is more you know academic. Research, Are you the professor? Are you my professor? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. You were you were I was actually when I first started the show I was talking about um, the fundraising idea 
And I know you said you had mentioned you were involved in the church, and I know you do the um, – uh, what do you prefer? I mean, where do you teach, Evro? Um, Eastern, you don't have to give the name uh, of school, but what do you teach, I guess, is more my question. Finance, accounting, okay. and, uh, you know, business in general. So. Cool. And the reason I, I – for some reason I thought of you on that, because when you had mentioned – you had mentioned something about um, the church and um, – Again, even if this was something, I, what I'm saying is there's two ways to go about this for some people, and that is if you are actually a member of something and need to do some fundraising, this is a wonderful way to do it because you can right. go and grab some really nice high-end things that don't cost your church that amount of money. Um, yeah. And, again, if it's just a standard fundraiser for somebody else, there's no reason you can't go in there and, and just split it with them. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You're giving yeah. them an opportunity to make money they would not have made otherwise, and I actually, I think it's a kind of a cool thing. Yeah. How how do you think the, um, you know, I know there there are a lot of writing services um, mm-hmm. on there, and I'm guessing I guessing that there if there wasn't there will be you know after this week, but I'm thinking about um, about things like white papers and stuff like that. How, how do you how do you think that that? Are you talking term papers? Or are you talking uh, research papers? Like like uh, like research. Like, Sylvia, like, do you uh, want to try to help him out on that? Because Sylvia is actually the writer here uh, in part of our team. I'm not. That's why I do audio. Um, Syl, do you have anything you want to say about that? Um, I more do like the press release article side of things, but it sells quite well. A lot of people just don't want to be bothered with the tasks of writing. So, I mean, throw he's talking like research there? and stuff. Yeah. I think that's a cool little niche, and I have not seen that on iTech. Yeah, I haven't seen it, and from the way the writing goes, they buy it up in masses to the point that I pulled my listing. My listing's not even up anymore because I've got so many clients that I work with on a regular basis now that I don't need the listing. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So even even if it wasn't even if it wasn't um, research, I could do writing if that's just what I wanted to do. If you want yeah, to do it, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's no listing fees like we've mentioned, so it's more than worth it just to throw up your listing, and if you get people buying for it, then you've got it. If you didn't, nothing lost. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, Charles, okay. is when you get three or four listings up that kind of are related, what somebody will do is they might hit on one, and then they'll go check your other stuff. Because I've made sales like that, too. I had a painting that hadn't sold in, like, I don't know, a month, and I put a new one up, and it says, check members' other listing. And they clicked, and the guy said, God, I didn't even, he said, I've only been a member two weeks. I didn't know you had that other one because, of course, by then it was buried, and he bought right. it. So that's a real neat thing. I have sold stuff just because people, like I said, uh, the, you know, the search feature is really screwed up on iTex, and I know, Phil, did you get a chance to talk to uh No, Mike is supposed to be calling me tomorrow now. I had to answer a whole okay. bunch of more questions, but I've got a list of questions I will be asking him and getting that's him to That's not so much a question as an indictment. On my end, but uh, uh, that's really bad. But what, what I'm saying, uh, yeah, Charles, and, and like I said, I know what you're saying. You got the academic background, so you, you you analyze a lot of stuff. But that's all right. I mean, you can. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you get in the game, because um, you you you'll bring a lot to iTechs. I mean, you got some you got some skills, and and again, do not be afraid if they don't go over to do what I do. I mean, I almost feel like I have an advantage over some people because be, I just flat out say. I'm not very skilled at much, but I'm very good at figuring out offers. I can go through and say, you know what, I think that would work, and, and list it. And, and again, this is coming from somebody that uh, 
I mean, the amount of time it takes you and Sylvia to write something, I'd still be here three days later. I mean, I just <laughs> it's not my style. So, right, yeah. What, what, what do you what do you think about something like uh, speaking or training or anything like that? Have you seen anything up there like I've that? I've seen some for um like yep. the speeches and the training for uh, what's the word for uh, motivational speaking. I have seen a go. few up there. <laughs> And I'll tell you something else. A lot of these companies dump tax money doing that. In other words, if you're a company, they can write that off. And they would. And by the way, when they spend their trade dollars, that they get that full write-off. It's considered cash. So if if you're good on the speaking circuit, I always thought I'd like to do that. Um, any, I know we have one member who does the comedy hypnosis show. So that's, um, and I know that. Yeah, I saw that guy. Yeah. I, I, that's actually a good act. I'm actually going to try. I've got some people I'm going to try to sell that to. Um, as an all-inclusive, I'm just going to flat out say here, uh, 1,500 bucks, and I'll and I'll throw the ticket in because at the price he's asking, I can get that whole thing for you know four or five hundred bucks. I can make money off that. But um, I, yeah, the speaking, I, I would, again, a lot of companies are going around. They want to you know they want a speaker or on a topic or a motivational speaker, and believe me, they would much rather pay trade. You know why why would they want to pay, you know. And, and, of course, you can negotiate your airfare and hotel in cash, of course. But right, um, right. it's a great – and here's the other thing about it. It's a great way to get your foot in the door. It's a great way to get a booking that you might not get otherwise. And believe me, on those type of deals, if you're good, it leads to cash jobs. That's one of those yeah. things you can really – you can leverage the networking with it too. Right. Okay, so basically just start posting the stuff up there and see what happens. That's the way I Pretty do it. Pretty much. Okay. And don't and right. don't get frustrated because I mean I put stuff up there that I just thought was going to go and it turned into like I said a lead weight and then but I learned just not to get frustrated about it because uh, too many people spend too, it's like they spend a lifetime trying to find something to list and it's not necessary. I told everybody if in doubt go grab that ugly pink flamingo you got in your house and shove it up there because you never know somebody <laughs> might want it. Right. But anyway, okay. hey man, I appreciate you calling. Hey, thank, in, bro. You. thank you, thank you, thank you, Sylvia. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Bye bye. Looks like Tim has a question now, so we'll bring him on. All right. Hey, this is uh, a few comments before the question. I love the guy on the walker, and what if you put billboards on this guy and actually sold space on his back because he sounds like a real Wow, that's even a new low I hadn't thought of, bro. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I like it, though. I I, I see potential there. Sylvia, write that one down for me, honey. And uh, Energizer Bunny, but for geriatrics. That is it. You know what? That's it, because the Energizer Bunny in the commercial, his little legs are moving a million miles an hour, but he's not really going anywhere. Yeah, and he keeps going and going and going, even when he's in the bathroom. Exactly. This guy, and I love this guy. This guy is great because he was sitting here trying to put a move on a waitress as his feet were, like I said, I have never seen anybody's feet move that fast. And he did not move anywhere. This was not some old, this, this guy's mind is sharp, his legs are good. I wanted to just, I almost wanted to say, put down the rocker, brother, and rise up. You don't need Hey, man, get the camcorder out. Get him, get the viral video on YouTube, and you can sell advertising space on the guy. Yeah, that's possible, too. I, the Nike deal is going to pay more money, though. I love and it. He's That's down great. for it. He's down for it. He told it. me he said I. He said he's. Uh, he 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 said I, I know that uh, there's some money in those shoes, man. So I said you better believe it. <laughs> I love it. Well, the comment I I guess is a question on um, at some point on the creative uh, ways to trade 
considering about taxation, what are the best things for members that don't know about this to buy and purchase and go about it? I mean, I okay, have I got to be real on. careful on this. I'm still trying to figure Understand. out how the best way to get you the tax. But Understand. I can tell you this: the best Maybe way. Maybe a PDF. You, I'm going to tell. Yeah. Well, um, I like I said, I have a CPA. I'm afraid she would bore the living, you know what, out of everybody. I but you. I might I have you. to put her on anyway. But here's what I yeah. can tell you. Um, the best, if you're going to do a lot of trading and this is something you guys want to do, it would behoove you to actually set up a business, and it's not that hard. I mean, an LLC or something. And the only reason I say that is at the end of the year, you, all those uh, trade credits that you dump, um, the nice thing, it works both ways. Uh, they do look at it as income, but it works both ways. So in other words, if you buy a $100 painting and you sell it, say, on trade for 1000 bucks, they consider it 1000 bucks. But if you go and then buy $1,000 worth of printing, uh, that even though it only costs you a hundred bucks, uh, you can write the full thousand off. So they don't, you know, they do, they make it fair. And also, your fees are always tax deductible as well. So whatever your broker fees are, that is too. Um, but like I said, when it gets with with the trade, the way it works, I, they do a 1099. Is and again, um, I if you have some sort of now, I don't know how well it works for sole proprietorship because I would technically, if it's something, I, I don't see why you would lose the write off that way either so i just want to make sure that i don't because you know me i'll end up getting somebody in prison if i give advice so i just want <laughs> no, to make sure yeah. what i'm telling you though is is um yeah. it is if if you use it for any sort of expense related to your business and by the way i believe there's also charities out there um if i'm not mistaken i donated ten thousand in itex last year and i forget how we did that but i believe they were a registered charity that was on itex yeah. And that was a uh, deduction. And I don't know if it was 10000 or 5000 Yeah, but this I is did more, for the, more for the benefits of members, but uh, to think about some ideas because you're so creative. But, you yeah. know, one thing I was going to add, what I do, you know, because I am in the gift industry and when the right. trade shows that we have, all of that can be written off. And, plus, I love coming to Florida. So, oh, you great. know, you have legitimate write-offs for all. And then if, if I'm doing a – presentation or even taking a bunch of fountains and stuff down yep. there they're legitimate tax write off so just some stuff i wanted to maybe i know and you know what that's a great point too on the travel but here i'd give you a point in return um i would i know that you guys that are involved in those trade shows oftentimes are, are seeing things that the rest of us and the public haven't seen and i would i would be jumping all over and really paying attention to anything that that I could put a big margin on and slap up on trade because I know you run across a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, there, there is quite a bit of stuff, um, quite a bit of stuff. But another thing I was going to say, your idea on the personalization is fantastic because that's really what I do. Um, I, I have niche products which are personalized with ceramics. And, and it changes because, the whole value, doesn't it? I mean, instead oh, of a, a, well, you know, a, 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 a croaking frog that's, you know, <laughs> ceramic it's a croaking frog with the company's logo or something and my point about that is that you now speak you're not exclude well i guess you're excluding people who want a frog but pretty much anything that's personalized um and when i meant personalized i didn't mean for people to think that that's the only services you can sell that are or like i don't want them to think i was talking strictly like ad specialties although i to to be honest with you that's a great business uh you know the coffee mugs the golf balls um, there's a guy who did really well there for a long time. I don't know if he's around anymore. He was an older guy, but he sold um, he sold the um, golf balls. And I actually have a company that does beautiful pool balls with the company logo. I mean, yeah. professional grade. Yeah. Um, and like I said, somebody who might not want that as is, it, it changes the whole 
changes whole perception when you, you know, slap something on there about them. That's why I was talking about the genealogy, the same type of thing. Yep. Everybody has a family. Everybody wants to think they came from a king or a queen or whatever. It's a, it's a cool thing. Well, the, uh, the thing in my industry was that we were manufacturing ceramics in the U.S., which was suicide, but when we personalized, then we competed because they're not doing that in the sweatshops in China. I mean, yeah, you can buy Chinese mugs and put names, but we do personalized fountains, so they're water fountains, which is a big market. Oh, that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a real nice gift, yeah. No, that's that's, that's cool. my niche, and that's what I saw. You know, I saw a lot of trade exchange. Uh, okay, here's this is my last comment. Okay. Don't sell, don't sell OJ paintings. Don't sell what? <laughs> like don't sell OJ paint portraits because he may have some of his guys come and get them from you. Who, who is it's this? A, it's a bad joke. Oh, about I didn't selling, hear you. I'm sorry. Selling OJ Simpson oh, portraits. Oh, OJ. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no. You know, OJ, OJ, OJ's the guy that, I, I, you know, he's a, there's a strange case of somebody that should have just been happy to, uh, yeah. you know, I always, I always had a weird, I don't want to offend anybody, but I always looked at that case like, it almost seemed to me like somebody framed a guilty man in that first case, and because um, I certainly didn't have any doubt about that. And it's like you know you got a break. I, I, it almost seems like that's what happens uh, in terms of karma. Here you you know nobody really ever gets away with anything in the long run. So yeah, and he also comes back to collect his artwork if people don't have licenses. Oh, I yes, right there in Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. That was a joke. That was my yeah, joke. I, got, I didn't hear the OJ. I thought you were talking about William Berdolt. <laughs> who, which one day I'll no, talk about what an no, incredible. It, it, yeah, it was worse with OJ. It was just a, I didn't I didn't pull the joke off like I wanted to. But that's all right. Um, You're in the gift business, not the comedy business, so it's cool. Yeah, you got it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but one other thing that uh, you know we do two of these tile murals and you know print up portraits and stuff and we do scenes and stuff like that and you know mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff for. Anyone in the gift industry, the lady that was talking about the uh, embroidered, uh, you know, blankets and stuff, right. and I mentioned to her, you know, put the people's name, monogram it, and then now you have Or even the, the baby's name. I mean, that's brilliant. That's that's true. I mean, if it's a baby well, blanket, you know, or yeah. anything, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Well, that came idea. off what you inspired me because I'm doing it, but I didn't even, but I, you know, you're talking about personalization. and yeah, Sometimes it's thing. so obvious. I mean, a lot of stuff I miss because it's staring in front of me, and I just don't even think about it. I mean, that's how I met Sylvia. She was she was the only one actually was nice to me back in the day, and I took I didn't even think about it. And one day I said, you know what, this chick actually is pretty nice. I ought to write her. So I was going to ask Vince, and your in your business, like I'm actually thinking about approaching bar owners with uh, mm -hmm. personalized mugs and different things, but not making caricatures of either the bar owners or you know the picture of the place. If it's a yep, there's place somebody who does beach. that here where he does the town, what do they call that, like the town drawings where you come in, uh -huh. and he'll it's the picture of the whole town with all the little businesses drawn real professionally, and then you're allowed, if you want it, I don't know how he works it, but it's pretty cool. It's like uh, the entire business population downtown and if you buy, then you, he actually does put you on the map and draws your business. It's pretty labor-intensive, but it's pretty interesting. I think something like that goes real well. I, my, the way I would probably sell that is I would go in and have – this is one thing people should do. Go in instead of saying you want to you know, buy some you know, uh, whatever these are, these specialty items. Go in ahead of time and actually give them a mug with their name on it already and just leave it. I mean, to me, it takes a little time. But instead of coming in saying we can put it on here for you, go in and give it to them. They got it. Oh, you yeah. know, it's it's a really good approach. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that, that absolutely. And I was thinking, too, you know, when you're selling drinks, if you had your own really cool, kick-ass looking original mug or whatever even these german looking steins you could sell not only the alcohol but the mug <laughs> they could the have their club drink industry is famous for some really we i mean they have like the glow in the dark uh a uh, flashing shot glasses i have one in here and it trips me up every now and then because i'll go to take something off the shelf and i'll click it next thing you know i think i'm having a seizure because the whole thing is <laughs> blinking and you know, I don't know if I'm, it's the end of the world or something. But, yeah, no, it's uh, gr- really good points on that, man. The personalization's huge, and I appreciate you calling in, bro. Oh, yeah. It looks like Dr. Quest has a comment or question now, so we'll bring him back on. Dr. Quest must think it's tomorrow. Bring him on. Hey, hi. Okay, you you're back. <laughs> What's up, bro? Uh, I put the headset on. Can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You got to. Yeah, I forgot how soft you are on the headset. Yeah, I th- can you hear him, Phil? Switch it over. Yeah, I can hear him. Okay, how's this? There we go. Much better. Okay. Um, Sylvia, did you have a chance to ask uh, Vince about that? Oh no, I haven't. I've been answering. Uh... Okay. Phil talks to me once a week, bro. So you got to. That's not gotta... true. I've been answering PMs all all evening. I see. Um, I have carpal tunnel syndrome answering wanna... all mine. What's that? Uh, nothing. It's like, go ahead. Um, one thing you might want to touch on is um, what happens, like, at the end of the year, like in December, when um, some some trade members like to do a lot of selling and others like to do a lot of buying. Yep. I, I made the mistake, bro, in the first year. I actually brought that up on a show. I ended up doing my best year ever in December and forgot to dump the trade credits. And you can imagine the disaster I had that year. <laughs> Yeah, if, if, uh, you know, everybody ought to... If, what he's saying, guys, is at the end of the year, you're going to have a ton of ITEX members that are going to buy just about everything you put up there because they need to dump their trade credits for, for taxes. Tax so the idea is to sell them and then, you know, get yours converted or dumped. But, Will, that'll be something we go into. And that's a great point. December is a really, really strange month in the ITEX world, peeps. Lots of sales that you might not have made will occur that month. But we'll have to have a plan, and that's something, again, we're going to go through when I figure out how to do this thing on the tax part of this. And that's a great point. I appreciate you bringing that up. One of the things I used to do is um, I would buy a lot of things in December uh, that weren't normally available the rest of the year. Like, for example, we had one woman who made homemade chocolate-covered pretzels, and then she wrapped them and made them you know, look real nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I bought them and gave them as gifts to uh, all my key clients. That's, that's yeah, yeah. And that's better than that fruitcake that you're, you know, I swear <laughs> to God, that Christmas fruitcake, there must be one. Same one that's and, been going around forever. And it's passed around from, uh, I mean, it, it's to me, I, if anybody's ever seen head cheese, which is the most god-awful thing to look at in the deli section of, like, Publix or something, a fruitcake is basically the dessert version of that. There are funny parts in those fruitcakes. Vinny ain't, Vinny ain't uh, eating no fruitcake or head okay. cheese. That's all I wanted to mention. <laughs> no, that's a great point, bro. I appreciate that because December is a great month, and uh, like I said, um, you just got to go in there with a plan. Like I said, you want to be able to, uh, if you're a business, it's great. They're all going to be dumping trade dollars. Well, that'd be a good time to hit those charities because I know I just typed in charity into mm-hmm. the marketplace search, and I know it sucks, but it came up with 203 charity members. Yep. Everything from Orphans of the World, 
different churches, boys and girls clubs, so that could also be a way out. Oh, absolutely. That's a simple way out because you just you just punch the button or have the broker do it, and yeah. That's, I'm glad you did that, Phil. I didn't know the Boys and Girls Club were up there. That's very cool. Yeah, that's there's a great the... tax strategy you're mentioning. That's that's great. What's well, a good track a tax strategy? And to be honest with you too, a lot of you know I I enjoy um, I I enjoy uh, making donations to um, I don't like to be stuck with just one or two. And I the Boys and Girls Club has been a good organization. I I that's really I didn't know that, Phil. I appreciate there's that. There's Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Boys and Girls Club. There's all sorts. United Way. I, I never thought about that. United Way, that's big time. Um, I like the smaller ones. United Way gets a little more federal, I mean, a little more funding. I mean, they got the NFL back and stuff. Not, not that Gerald I have anything Green's against Miracle it. Miracle Network's on here. That's awesome, too. That's really cool. Doc, I appreciate you bringing that out, brother. No problem. And that looks like it for the questions, unless Who? someone else has a question and wants to... Punch in that they have one. <laughs> Do we have anybody else on hold? There, no one else has their hands up with a question. I don't care if their hands are up. I want them okay, on the line. Okay, let's see. This is not the time to be shy, people. You hey, weren't shy is... back in high school. You're not going to be shy on my show. All right, we've got Jim Homer. I know, Jim ain't shy. What's up, brother? You there? Hey, how you doing? All right, I know you're not. Anybody that hung around the missing link isn't shy. <laughs> No, I'm not shy a bit. What was? Did I have his name right? It's Jim Dewey, isn't it? Um, it it's Dewey. Dewey, I, I think is he's got about four or five different names. I thought it was real. I talked to Zabisco the other day. Larry Zabisco is one of my clients, and, and he, I thought that's what he told me because he's been around forever and he knew everybody because he's been in the wrestling business. That's all he's ever done. So um, maybe I got it wrong. That was a well, that, that's what he went by. I think that was one of his nicknames. But it was it's, he's got like you know John Michael. Right. Thomas, Dewey, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, so that's why I think a lot of people knew him by. Yeah. It was uh, a good gimmick back in the day. He's it was an excellent, yeah. excellent gimmick. Well, I've been looking forward to this all day. I mean, this this week has been excellent. Um, in fact, you want to ask wife, out on a date? I want somebody to talk to her so I can pour a drink here, and then I'll get one. Oh, well, actually, my wife would not be be happy about that. Oh, yeah, darn I, I it. that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, I really don't want to break up a marriage over here, so okay. <laughs> In fact, I was telling her earlier. I said uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, uh, on uh, Vegas Vince's show tonight, and she says, uh, "Who's Good Vegas?" Lord, she said. And uh, and I said, "Vegas Vince," and she said, "Who the hell's Vegas Vince?" What? And so I I, I gave her this. I'm talking about look. She she's not a, a Warriors forum member. Oh. She has no. Even though I talk about it all the time, and so I I looked at her for a minute. And I realized I was gonna be in for a long haul, and I said, "How long do you have?" Oh wow. And, uh, <laughs> but you know you can get a divorce attorney on ITEX. Well, I, I thought about that. I mean, I may need one after this. <laughs> Anybody sitting on the bubble out there and just haven't, you know, left your significant other solely because you don't think you can afford to? Uh, there are divorce attorneys up there, so. Well, up, I, I don't really have any. I don't have any real questions. Other, I mean, <laughs> to not tonight. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll hit you up with some things that I'm. Oh no! Just make some comments. We, we just want to talk to people. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, basically, you know, this week's been fantastic. I, I appreciate both of you guys. Um, all of the hard work you put into it, and it's it's been outstanding. It's it's opened my eyes to a totally different world. Yeah, and it's pretty. I'm very excited about cool doing this. I, Oh, I think this is something anybody can do, you know. Yeah. Uh, you put some work into it, and, and you guys have thrown so many ideas out of there, my head swimming. So uh, I'm, I'm just excited to, uh, to go run with it now and, and make, some, make some money with this. What business are you in now, bro? 
I had been in the medical field for probably 30 plus years. Really? I mean, I, 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 actually, I work for a work for a physician's oh. office. Mm-hmm. Test people for allergies. Really? Um, but one of the things I do on the side, and one of the things I've, I've actually thought about doing, one of the questions I was going to ask you sure. when we got one-on-one okay. is, and I think that's kind of been brought up tonight, is what kinds of things we'll sell. And obviously the end answer is going to be, you know, whether somebody buys it or not. But I, I like to do, I, I have some uh, kind of holistic uh, services that I, I do on the side. Uh, well, I know Sylvia is really into that stuff. And I, right. I quite frankly... There's a few categories I'm not sure how – when I went over to eBay and I looked at that metaphysical category, I was stunned uh-huh. how many things got bid. But that I never thought was going to fit the, the market at iTech. However, holistic health, I think that could be huge. What do you think? Yeah, there's actually quite a bit of holistic health stuff listed already on iTech. What have you and, seen? I, I, cool. Give me an example because I'm um, not – Let's see if I can – my brain's not working tonight. I'm still on the T4s from having my teeth pulled. So. Well, don't worry about. It. Don't you don't have to. I, I'm just. I personally didn't remember any that stuck out to me. So there's a holistic synergy one. There's light healing. Okay, but there's those are also uh, localized. Meaning, I think like that one uh, synergy center. That's actually something you go to in that particular town. Where, hey, Jim, are you talking about doing like a service that could be done? Is, would be done in your town one on one, or would this be something that? Uh, what I what I do can be done one on one, but I can do it also by phone. Oh, really? So I, I'm really accessible to to the world, basically. And you well, also have the credibility of being actually you are in the medical field, which I can guarantee you some of these people um, are not. I mean, they don't have that kind of background. Right. I I, well, I, I think well, that's something we'll definitely talk about. I think that's okay. I think that's going to be very very cool. What I'll else is going on? Anything? That's it. That's it, man. All right. Um, I appreciate everything you guys are doing, honestly. We appreciate and, uh, all you guys. So it's been a lot of fun. I really don't want it to end. I told Sylvia, I just don't know. I, I can't pull the plug yet. I don't know why. I've had so much fun doing this. I really have. Well, well, you guys take care. Thanks so much thanks for your efforts. We appreciate right. it. Bye. You too. Next up, he just phoned in, and we're going to pick him up, even though he doesn't have a question. Nick H. Nick, oh, my. Is this my beekeeper? Hello. Are you there, Nick? God, he got stung by a bee. Maybe not. Oh, no, he just hung up on us. <laughs> okay. Um, Nick, call back, brother. Let's see. It looks like Jim Hallmark has a question now. Jim, are you there? We just talked to Jim. Oh, the, okay. <laughs> and that's... Oh, here's a number. Okay, we'll take a wild card because this number's not actually on our... All right, if it's a, if it's if it's the bookie, hang right up though. I will. Okay. Hello, area code nine seven three. Anyone? Um. I could start singing here in a minute, crooning some old Sinatra, and I bet we get some calls just so I'd stop. <laughs> okay, they're not talking. Um. I want my beekeeper back on Nick, ma'am. Nick, by the way. If, if I'm putting, the, again, these avatars screw me up, but if it's who I think it is, this guy sent me just, I mean, again, not everybody's into beekeeping or something. It's one of the things I've always been fascinated in. And he sent me just some incredible, uh, inf- I mean, this most detailed stuff uh, just blew me away. It was really a cool thing to do, too. So, And I know he had another sale today, uh, it looked like, on the board. So. Yeah, he was saying that. Okay, and the man hung up on me. Yeah, Nobody hangs up on Vegas, man. Um, Nobody hangs right. up on Vinny. There's another one not on our list, area code 503. 
You just phoned in. Okay. Anyone there? Hello? You Hello. there? Can We're you here, hear buddy. me? What's up? Hey, you can hear me. Yeah. No, I had to hang up on you because my headset went crazy. Oh, this on is me. Nick. Yeah, 503 is Oregon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. No, I'm the beekeeper, man. How are you guys All right. Uh, you know, yeah. ask Sylvia what she thinks of bees. I um, absolutely hate them because I am deadly allergic to them. Do you like them better than fish? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like fish and I don't like bees. You know, I can't believe I can get along with a chick that doesn't like to fish and doesn't like bees, because bees are the cool. I'm not talking wasp or hornets now. Quite no. frankly, I got a different view of them. Honeybees are the coolest thing in the world. And there is a quote out there, I've got to pull it up, by Einstein. I saw it the other day on somebody's beekeeping site. I loved it. It said, if the honeybee were to ever disappear, mankind would have four years left. I hate to break it to you, but that may that's about a fifty percent chance it's an urban legend that he said that. Ah. But, but you hey, know what? A, if the honeybees did disappear, we would all be in trouble because where's the there'd be no cross pollination, would there? Well, let's see. About one third uh, to one half of the foods that are eaten by man are actually pollinated by bees. So yeah, there would be a serious some some serious issues. But right. I'm glad to report glad to report that honeybees are on the return, at least in my general vicinity here. So. Well, that might be because of that cool hive you got. Hey, let me ask you a question. Just <laughs> No, I'm serious about this. How do you, I know you've got the information out there on how you build those particular hives. Do you actually build them for, I mean, do you have a side business where you build hives? And if yeah, yeah. What it costs? How, I mean, because the reason I'm saying that is, A, I might actually buy one from you, and B, I don't, I would love to look at the possibilities um, of doing that on trade. It would be very limited as far as, because, I mean, let's be honest, but I don't necessarily think the market would just be beekeepers with that particular mm-hmm. thing, because like you said, I, I think it would be, I think you could market that on more of a mass appeal, which is like the honey and the fact that it's just, I don't know, it's just fascinating to me. That particular hive thing you put together is incredible. It really is. That was great information. Oh, I was fascinated by it. I was supposed to get ready to do the show, and I'm sitting there, <laughs> and it's like I'm going to college because a lot of the, you know, I know about the worker bees and the drones and all this stuff, but mm-hmm. it was like, it just blew me away because it was like, man, I didn't know this, and he's talking some. Well, hey, that's, that's kind of you to say that. Um, Actually, there's a couple of restaurants which are actually featuring honeybees, like, on the roofs of the restaurants, and uh, they are really kind of like becoming the talk of the town, you know, really good publicity. Which oh, I'm sure you, yeah. I'm sure you've got that taken care of. You got that in yeah. the hole down yeah. there, being, being Vegas Vince and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, a little extra PR can one. No, one, it one. does. Well, what's going on in the trading? Are you enjoying the shop and everything? Is everything? Well, you know, I started with like zero bucks this morning, and I now have over seven hundred and forty dollars in my oh, that's account. That's great, man. Oh, wonderful. This was an awesome Monday. I, you know, Mondays can be tough, you know, to get mm-hmm. back in the swing of things. But yeah, it was great. I woke up this morning. I had a phone call from this guy in Connecticut saying I want to buy your stuff. That's um, awesome. And that was amazing. And the markups were lousy, but that well, was Well, your markup isn't really lousy. What was it, eight and a half to one? Well, the the first sale was like 4.1 to that, one. You know, when I think the first thing I sold, I think I sold that first painting. I got it for 140 And this is before I knew what the hell I was doing. I think I, this, I, think I sold it for 297 And then, <laughs> uh, the, I mean, it was just crazy. And then by the time I'm done there, I'm selling them for 1000 bucks, and I can't keep up with it. So yeah, the first one, always we screw up the first deal a little mm-hmm. bit. But even yeah. then, it's yeah, that's awesome, man. And uh, had a good chat with uh, CC Music Man today, Rob. Hey, Rob, if you're listening, that was a good chat. I actually had some ideas from you, so thank you. Yeah, I got. I'm doing some one-on-one with Rob because I got. I want to. Yeah, Rob, I got a. 
I got to get Rob turned around. I didn't want people to use that example I was using on the diamond to think that's the model that everybody should jump out and do, <laughs> especially when you can raise trade dollars. It's not that hard. I was using that more to let people know that once you have a, a, a deal in place, uh, you have a lot more going for you than you think. Yeah, what I want to say was that uh, you know he and I were talking today, and, and he made the comment, um, you know, this is good for all of us because we're we're networking and we're. Oh, it's talking great. together and seeing how we can benefit each other. So. I, I've noticed that, and I, and I think, and, and that's something, again, I haven't had a chance to talk to Sylvia with, uh, about, but I think uh, I, I love the fact you guys are, like, going off and, and helping each other out, and that's really what I wanted. One of the reasons I did write the sales letter for this the way I did is I truthfully did want to eliminate a lot of people um, <laughs> that were not going to fit in in the way we were doing this because, again, I'm not the easiest person. So my style is not going to be for everybody. And Sylvia is real nice um, and, and sweet as she appears, but um, we have our own style, and, and I think we ended up with a perfect group here. I don't know what Sylvia wants to comment on that, but I, I, like, I pretty much like everybody in this uh, workshop. Oh, I think we've got a wonderful group, and I've made some amazing friends, and just some of the PMs and everything that have come through are just phenomenal, and I think we're all walking away with this from this workshop with a whole lot more than just the learning experience and the networking. Yeah, hey, I agree. You mind, uh, you mind if I uh, pitch some ideas? I was going to post these as a thread in the forum today, but I thought, you know what, since I'm on the call, I might as well just uh, broadcast them live. So these are two oh, ideas I had. Uh, the first one is actually how to do upsells in your um, bartering. Okay, so, now, is this something you said you put on the forum? Or I, I, I want to like hear it. You can go ahead and run it. But, yeah, no, put it on the forum, too. But no, go okay. ahead and tell us. I, I'm not telling you not to say it. I just meant when you're done, okay. please write it down and put it on the forum because oh, okay. I'm woefully behind on the PDF. So, yeah, basically an idea I had was upsells. So, you know, like um, a really, really basic way to do this would be to, if you're shipping a product, mm -hmm. toss in a printed sheet with um, other services that you provide or other products that you currently have on iTex. Absolutely. And then tell them, tell them, like cross out by hand with your pen, cross out all the prices and write, you know, mark down the prices 15% off with handwritten notes. And then awesome. write, a little note, write a little note at the bottom that says, Dear customer, thank you so much for buying this product or service from me, blah, blah, blah. Here are some other items, and because you're such an awesome customer, I wanted to mark them down to 15%. And then sign your name with a real pen. That's brilliant. That's an awesome idea. That's awesome. Okay. That reminds so, me I mean, of the guy who actually did the uh, Sundance catalog. He got a big contract to do it, the Robert Redford company, and he made some widget, and he would enclose in that um, package, uh, because this was something that was in the Sundance catalog, but he was actually the one shipping, and he had a fulfiller to ship them. He would always mm -hmm. throw in something like that. Uh, I don't think he did it as personalized as you did, um, and what he did was successful, so I can imagine what you're doing uh, mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea, and that's something to remember, guys. Some of your best customers on iTex, and Sylvia can attest to this, um, are the same ones that continue to buy over and over, and at some point you don't even have to list. You just go right to them. Another um, idea I had to go along with that was, you know, we have all these autoresponders and everything, so mm -hmm. if you have an AWeber or a GetResponse or a MailChimp, yes, go MailChimp. If you have them, um, what you can do is basically set up a list or a couple of lists and segment them out. And then when you're on the phone with the guy or gal who bought your item or through email, just say, hey, you know, I've got this list. If you're interested of, with uh, more items 
um, you know, I'll just email out like maybe once a month or every other month if I have some more stuff. And then I if think you it's wanna, great. I yeah, if you want to leave the list, you can just unsubscribe at any time, you know? Yeah, if you like a really soft sell. I actually went, I'm not going to name the product we did that with, but um, okay, we okay. were doing one of our first products, and it got to the point that, and there was only about 20 people on this list, and I would send a new product out to the list, and they never made it to iTex. Not once did they hit the marketplace. <laughs> Which was wonderful because we never were to get into the, nobody could scope, the competition couldn't scope us because Sylvia has this little list that flat out said don't. It, it was so funny. I've never seen anything that just, they just said anything, you get it, we buy it. Um, well, yeah, really I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking that there's a lot of, you know, little markets on iTex who where you might pick up 20 or 30 people who just want to be on that list because they've purchased that one item so many times. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret here, too, guys. I forgot to tell you in the last show, and I'm going to put this up. There is a, I didn't want to bring this up because I don't want people getting sidetracked and it turning into a big thing. You can, the, I call it the Rolls-Royce thread, and I'm going to put it up there. You are able, this, when you go to this site, you're going to see a couple called the Pistoriuses, Mr. and Mrs. They're real high, heavyweight real estate agents here in Florida, and they own classic cars. And on, this is a separate website. Obviously, they are not allowed to list this way, but they'll have like one. There's up there right now, there's a Rolls-Royce for like 12000 cash, 5000 iTex or something. And you can actually, once you have your list, you can refer them to your own website and make your own iTex deal. Whereas if you're listing on iTex, you have to do it exactly. And I recommend everybody, until you actually have people and stuff, don't do what they're doing. But it's just another idea to look at. I will post the link up there. I actually purchased two months of a condo. And Sylvia knows the couple I got it for and uh, went for like 3000 a month. And that cost me about 600 bucks. And it was wow. beachfront. It was incredible. But um, I, you know what you're saying is it's true, the, and it's marketing 101. Your existing customers are often, um, you know, the cost of trying to go out and find a new one, it's just like in Sylvia's case, it's so much easier just to go down that list. And, yep. uh, you know, let, the people that buy from you once and like it are a lot e you know, more prone to buy from you a second time than trying to go out and mm -hmm. hustle somebody else. So, hey, hey man, one, I one appreciate other, it, brother. Yeah, yeah, one question for you, though, and I posted it on the question uh, post uh, thread okay. there, but it might have gotten buried. You had mentioned at the beginning that maybe you're going to do like a um, an offline gold, offline biz build or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to. What I'm going to try to do is I am going to try to do something just because all I've done in the last seven days is just each show I might have mentioned one thing. But yeah, I definitely am going to do that for the L, uh, the local biz builders out there. It might be a 30, 45 minute show, but I actually have that scheduled too, which is why. Okay. I, okay. Which is why I keep saying to myself that I'm probably going to have two more shows. I think that they'll, I'm going to have Dr. Quest uh, with some follow-up stuff that I really couldn't get to because um, we had the hour and it came up and we were halfway through. But I want to do something because there's so much potential. I think a lot of these offline golders, I mean, they can go in. If you're good at the sales part of it, I mean, you can pick. A lot of times I think what you guys sell you can pick up. on. There's some beautiful web design up on iTex. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That you yeah. could just. You talk about outsourcing, you're not even paying, you know, you could actually have a, a high-quality site done and just mm -hmm. pick it up using your margins on trade dollar and, and go work on generating business instead of spending all your time trying to build a website. Yep. Oh, I and agree. And I want to talk about excess inventory because a lot of you guys walk in and sell autoresponders, and you need to start looking around at the other assets. Um, 
I have pulled some deals off where people just have everybody's got, especially manufacturers and stuff. They got surplus stuff, and they are, they know they're only going to get ten cents on the dollar for it from a um, you know a liquidator. But there's actually another barter company I'll talk about called Active. You could do it on ITEX too, but they their entire business model is to take excess inventory and get you full wholesale value for it in trade. And they are multi-billion. That's all they do. They, they are, they're the same thing as ITEX, but they strictly only deal with businesses and excess inventory. So I'm going to bring that up as well. Hey, I love it. I, I look forward to that show. Well, cool, thank you, folks. Sylvia, and thank you, Vince, for giving of yourselves so generously. I really appreciate it. Uh, you've changed my life and my direction. Um, you've given me, given me a whole other avenue for business. You know, I was in offline and uh, online business, mm-hmm. but now I've got I've got another ace in the hole, as it were, to just be that much more valuable to the clients that I serve. So thank you so much. Hey, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you sending me that stuff off. I look forward to talking to you too, bro. Okay, take care. Thanks. Right. Phil, we look, I think we only got like seven minutes, honey. Um, I, yeah, we've got five, actually. All right, well, I know you wanted to say something to the members, and I'm going to try to shut my yap, and then I'll close it out. And, and uh, I'll start by saying that it was uh, um, any time I get a chance to work with you, um, it is totally cool. And uh, I am. I always said that. Uh, I've always uh, told Sylvia, and I really believe this, that uh, two people like us that hooked up from you know different parts of the world. Um, I always suspected it was to bring out um, something better together than we probably could have ever done uh, alone. And I know for a fact that you know if I didn't have her, this project wouldn't be going on. And I am very blessed to have you in my life. And yeah, but then he got emotional there, didn't he? I yeah, out here, so I wasn't quite crying. expecting that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been an amazing week with everyone, and I'm glad we could bring this to everyone, and that we're liberating everyone else as well as ourselves, obviously. And I really want to put a thank you out there to everyone who has um, donated to my sons. I there I go getting emotional myself. Um, well, you know, Bill, I'll take over on that one. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's some things you just do because it's right. And the fact of the matter is, um, as I've said, the saddest thing in life to me is is uh, it's hard enough just getting through life on an even playing field. But I don't want I, – I just – it breaks my heart when you see anybody – that has to start three steps back when it could be avoided. Now, there's some circumstances where all the money in the world isn't going to change a circumstance, or in some cases where it's so, uh, you know, the amount of money is so massive that it's not even realistic. But in this particular case, the amount of money uh, that it's going to take to handle this is pretty much chump change in the big picture. It's not a huge amount, and if that's going to make the difference in, in a couple kids, yours or anybody else's, that have the opportunity to go on and, and realize their dreams. Um, I'm all for that. That's that to me was the easiest. Uh, I, I, I take. I, I look forward to it anyway. I would have, uh, like I said, most of these people are going to have me on the phone longer than an hour because you know I can't just talk for an hour anyway. So two and two months is no sacrifice to me at all. I don't want anything for that. That's that's ridiculous. I I I really truly. Um, it just shows you, like I said, I, I knew from the beginning that this was a motley crew and different people and. Uh, but I really, truly believe that when you got something real and genuine, it comes out. And uh, and these are these are just some good people. I'm, I'm sure a lot of these. I'm sure that I will be hanging one day at a casino with Rock and Robin. Um, <laughs> I will be up there 
uh, chilling with Nick over the bees and everybody else. And I'm sure I'm going to be having some cocktails down here in Florida with several of you that will make it through here. So uh, it's it's been incredible for me. So, And like I said, i still got a couple shows to go, but I want to make sure while i got Sylvie on the line that everybody knows that. I truly appreciate it. This This will be something I remember for the rest of my yeah, life because sure. <laughs> if this is my legacy, like I said, if I shoot snake eyes tomorrow, I feel like at least I did something for once in my life that wasn't quite so self-centered, uh, which is how I've lived for a good portion of my life, uh, which is one of the reasons I think uh, I was blessed when you came into my life because I, I look at life a lot differently now. It's not just me, me, me. It's uh, it's the fact that you can you can create opportunities for yourself by helping other people and being legit about it. And we did do that. We really did. We didn't come with the upsells. We didn't. We we tried to over deliver. And and again, thank you, Alan says again, brother. I really appreciate it. For sure, it none of it would have happened without him approving us for the forum. And definitely a big thanks goes. Yeah, to him. I hope everybody will PM him and thank him. I really do because, like I said, I'm not exactly politically correct. I did not have. I am not an internet marketer, as I said. I don't much care for a lot of them not knocking all of them, but the whole credibility thing. Um, so Alan really did roll the dice. And like I said, he sure don't need the money, and he sure doesn't need the publicity. And um, it, it uh, took took a little uh, uh, cojones to do that. So, um, Phil, I appreciate it, and you did good on the switchboard, and I appreciate everybody out there that listened. And uh, like I said, I'll be with you guys for two months. Phil's always available. Um, Call one of us. It doesn't matter. Just if you got questions, get get with somebody. So we will. Yeah, set up we can talk between us and answer all your questions. So there's no right. Issue. I know in time zones, you know. Yeah. I know that you're you're more you know accessible in the daytime. I'm not. So I don't want anybody to feel like they're locked in anything. Um, you know, uh, I, I, we're this this is real important to me. Your success, everybody's success is actually I I, I take it very seriously. Um, I'm just happy some of you at least are seeing the potentials and realizing some success. So, Phil, so, um, I don't know when I'm going to talk to you again, but if I don't talk to you tonight, I, give me a call tomorrow. Let me know what's going on. For sure. All right. And it please. looks like we've got, we're down to 30 seconds, so if you want to close out. I'll go ahead. Part. All right, guys. Um, as always, um, may you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true, and may you always remain forever young. And we will be back. I will be back tomorrow with a show, probably the Dr. Quest, some follow-up. Uh, maybe I'll just throw a long show, and I'll do something for the offline gold. Um, I'm going to try to put something together on taxes, and then we'll start this consoling. Thank you, guys. God bless. Good night.